Hello, everyone, and welcome to Woo! issue number 147 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. And yes, Woo! we do have a bad feeling about this. Tonight, <laughs> we're talking about the latest addition to the Disney Star Wars canon solo, A Star Wars Story. We'll be diving into heavy spoilers, so if you haven't seen the whole movie or you've only seen bits of the movies, please go do see the rest of it and come on back. It's okay. Yar. We'll wait right here. It's fine. Go see it. It's cool. For you. Mm -hmm. Just for you. Also tonight, we'll be talking about the latest news in movies and gaming. But before we do any of that stuff, let's see who's joining us today. We have Dave the Bearded Menace. Never tell me the odds. The bad Coyote himself, Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening on everywhere you can listen to a podcast. We're talking iHeartRadio. We're talking SoundCloud. We're talking every single app in the world available on any mobile device. Thank you, everybody. We do this for fun. We have a lot of fun doing it. Thank you, everyone, who's been tuning in live on Twitch.tv slash Bad Coyote Funky, checking out our random streams, checking out our podcast every single week, following us on everywhere you can find us on social media, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instaham for all your instant ham. <laughs> TV's Casey. I shot first. You sure did. I sure did. Don't get don't get me started on that Casey. Sure did, Casey. God. Sure ah. did. Da -da -da. Doc did. Chris. Nice. Oh, I understood every, that. Everything. Language. Sorry. Language. <laughs> nice. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, uh gentlemen, a lot happened this week. I know Casey has something very near. <laughs> And dear to his heart. Nope. That he's uh, just so excited for. He nope. can't wait to tell you guys about. Nothing. Nothing happened this nothing? week. Actually, literally nothing. Literally nothing? Nothing. Or something. And no. that's our show. That's our show. You know what? Hang it up. Solo was definitely okay. It was certainly a movie. Anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, no. Uh, Jamie Foxx was cast as uh, Spawn. Which is... Al Simmons. Oof. Which is fine. Yes. You know, if you like terrible comics from the 90s that are still going on today. Whoa, whoa. What's all this spice of Jimmy Foxx? Damn. I have no problem with Jamie Foxx. I just, like, that man is an Academy Award winning actor who is putting himself in garbage. Mm -hmm. Like, willfully so. This isn't like some kind of Will Smith, Jaden Smith package deal we're both signing up for garbage BS conspiracy that Greg loves so much. This is the this is the cable. This is the cable guy of his career. It will destroy him. Why is this? Why is this making you so angry? Yeah, love Spawn it. is the worst. I, I don't know. After after his portrait of Electrode in in Spider Man, I think anything is going to be pretty good at this point. No, no. I would I would go so far as to say the Spawn movie will be worse than Amazing Spider Man too. Which Why do you think it would be worse? Why would it be worse? And that, that's that's really really spicy because Amazing Spider-Man Two was really hot garbage. No, it, yeah. it really was, and Spawn is just really hot garbage. If you don't know anything no, about not. Spawn, Spawn is a he is a soldier who dies, and he gets brought back as a Hell Spawn to wreak vengeance on those that wronged him in life. But he has a finite amount of cool ass necroplasm powers that conveniently run out and then when they run out he's sent back to hell and then when he gets back from hell he wakes up throwing up and crying in an alleyway next to homeless people so if that's your kind of superhero 
that you. I, think... lo- I, lo- I love how you make what one of the baddest, but ba- badass looking, badass like 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 heroes into like this like little stupid like piece of shit. He's literally <laughs> a sniveling, vomiting, crying piece of garbage. Todd Jesus. McFarlane is cringing right now, my friend. The first it. arc yeah. is about him trying to win his wife back. After he's been cucked from the grave. See, you John already know. John yeah, was yeah, because, the violator. Yeah, you because th- th- that, that movie back. in the 90s was fucking awesome. It, it kicked sucked. ass. <laughs> it was and amazing. It, <laughs> what are you talking about? That that, that movie d- defined a, g- a generation. It had Black Dynamite in it, and it still sucked. It did, but Michael J. White was fucking <laughs> badass. John Leguizamo was fucking violator. It was amazing. No. Everything about that movie was great, except for the hell scenes. Those those were garbage. Everything. Yeah, yeah hell scenes are horrible. Except for Actually, the, you know what? Because like another good like thing that came out for Spawn in the nineties was HBO had an animated series of Spawn. Also, yeah, and, that shit and was, that was tight. fucking dope. Because it's like because it had like everything everything I wanted when I was like thirteen, fourteen. Blood, gore, Spawn, and titties. Like, and it was wonderful so fuck you casey yeah, okay. spawn is amazing yeah i'm looking i'm looking for, for forward to this movie because i always wanted a newer newer age spawn because i was just like all right they have to redeem themselves i mean that movie was great and it was a songbird of our generation but with our generation i'll go with casey i wouldn't go so far as say it was great it was definitely fun to watch oh, it, was, it was a pinnacle of cinema what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i will give you one thing the, the soundtrack to that movie kicked all kinds of ass. I don't think it anyone, anyone really remembers did. that, but okay. Yeah. I'm right. assuming it, I'm assuming it had corn in it. What Look was that sound? Remind us. The original Spawn, dude. It was amazing. No, Remind da- us. Dave, Dave's pouncing off the couch just ready to tell you who's on that soundtrack. Marilyn Manson's on there with a bunch of other people. Fuck, who else is on there? Oh my god. Seal, Kiss it from a Rose. Years. Oh wait, that <laughs> yeah. was another that was another 90s movie. That was the other movie. <laughs> so oh, you have god. in that uh, Filter Featuring the Crystal Method. That's the triple oh, yeah. I do. Remember that song? Yep. yep. You have Long Road Out of Hell by Marilyn Manson. Yep. Yeah. Corn. Oh, I forgot about the Kick the PA song. Like I said, Corn. I feel like Corn is in it. I was right. That was the scene. <laughs> badass soundtrack for a badass movie. And, and of yeah, course, I, I, I agree. I agree with uh, with uh, with Boulevard Gaming. I'm gonna go see it. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all seeing it, and Day I know one. what I'm getting. I know we're what I'm buying. All seeing the Venom movie. Yeah, we're all seeing that too. Unfortunately, so. Yeah. I wouldn't say our podcast is like the pinnacle. Of our our podcast is is the is the the movie adaptation of Spawn to everything else. We see the movies you don't have to, but but I love how it was Jamie Fox who apparently approached uh, Tom McFarlane. He was just like, "Yo, man, like I fucking love Spawn. I would love to play him." And Tom McFarlane was like, "Oh shit!" Like an actor like Jamie Fox was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Everything else '90s is coming back. Might as well. Might, Might as well bring him back. I love the 90s. When in Rome. And speaking of Rome. Go on. We have nothing to do with Rome, but still great news. Uh, Pokemon has really has released footage for two new games coming out this year and has confirmed another game coming out next year. Uh, this year in November, we have Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. To look yeah, to, uh, which is going to it looks like they're going to be um, almost like yellow Pokemon yellow remakes kind of mm-hmm. um, for the switch. It's going to have some Pokemon Go integration. Uh, you get to you get to have either depending on the version you get Pikachu or Eevee as your starting Pokemon and you just get to live your dreams. I cannot fucking wait. They also re- uh, release information on a peripheral that is looks like a Pokeball. Uh, it, the um, 
catching mechanic for this game look very similar to Pokemon Go, where it's just kind of like a throwing movement, except it's not with your finger, it's with your whole hand. And you can use just the standard um, Joy-Con that comes with the Switch, uh, or you can use this peripheral to help out. And you can bring the peripheral with you on the go, and if your Pikachu or Eevee gets hungry, it sounds like it makes noise, it lights up, does all this crazy <laughs> stuff. It's pretty much just going to be a Tamagotchi from hell, essentially. Uh, couch co-op, yeah. man. Don't forget couch, couch co-op. co-op. Pe- oh, yeah, people are going to look back at Hey You Pikachu on the N64 and yeah. be like, that's it, Nintendo. We knew you were building to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it also integrates with your Pokemon Go account as well. You can yeah, transfer so you, things between. Yeah, yeah that that's when my head about. exploded. Yeah, that that's a really cool thing, especially since I still play Pokemon. And I, uh, I woke up this morning or yesterday morning actually to a bunch of Alola form executors. Ooh, yeah, around, surrounding me in bed. It was not a comforting thing. <laughs> and it doesn't help that they're too large to fit on screen so when you actually tap on yeah it it's so them, weird like, like their uh, crotch essentially <laughs> yeah it's so weird it's, it's just like they knew they were going to launch this yeah. and i don't know if anyone over there at niantic did any testing but yeah all those uh, alola executors are, are too big for the screen so it just goes off mm. it's it's really fucking weird but i, I refired my, my pokemon go just for this i haven't played it in a while but since I saw that it has integration with this new game, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I can swap all the Pokemon that I catch from here, from the Cancer region, over to the Nintendo Switch game. Oh, yeah. And but and plus, the, the graphics are, are beautiful. Like, yeah, I love yeah. Oh, yeah. the, like, the, the, like the soft aesthetic. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, my God. I, like, I need that little Pokeball fucking controller that's right? going to come with it. Right? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. When, I saw <laughs> like that, this- when I saw that fucking thing, I was just like, I need that. My life, it's a little Pokeball, and it can, and it has a little Joy-Con. It's basically a Joy-Con, and you can use it with your Switch to catch the Pokemon, to move around the world and everything. I was just like, so cool. this is going to make so much money, it's stupid. So here's one and thing like, what, that, what, that I didn't understand. Um, are you, if you get the Eevee v- version, are you stuck with the girl avatar, or can you make your own? They, that I, was, think, I, think, I think you can make your own. Okay, I wasn't really yeah. clear on that. It wouldn't be a Pokemon game if it didn't have a professor going, are you a boy? Or are you a girl? That's also, <laughs> I've forgotten my grandson's name. Assface. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're going to do more because it's 2018. It's 2018. You're your boy or girl? Or do you not want to say? They should just make it a slider. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what gender do you identify say? with? Yeah. That would exactly. be pretty bold. Pretty facing. What did, uh, what did uh, Bruce Willis say in The Fifth Element? I'm a meat popsicle. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Do you identify yourself as human? Negative. I'm a meat popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. This yeah, fucking I, trailer gave me like feels, man. Like it yeah. was like, oh ex- my god, it I didn't did. expect it either. It's like, like Surge like showed it to us, and it's like, oh, what's this? And it's just like, Nintendo's smart, man. They they know their marketing. They know how to market something. Just like the music that's playing, and it wasn't just anything like with lyrics or monumental. Just like the music that was playing with what you were seeing on screen made feels. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it, it's. Of going to be a really good tie over until next year when like the full on real deal Japanese steel Pokemon Switch comes out like that. I, I'm, I my body is the most ready for that, and it kind of makes me wonder <laughs> if with based on this integration with Pokemon Go, if that game's going to do any sort of integration at all. It's mm. a it's a logical step because like. Yeah. Pokemon Go, it was like, oh, this is really cool, except I never leave the house too often, so how can I do this from the couch? Oh, cool, that was a game in November that lets me do that, play Pokemon Go (laughs) without leaving the couch. Sick. Wait, I want a (laughs) full-fledged Pokemon game. When's that going to happen? Oh, they already have a plan for next year. All right, cool. It's a perfect bridge. Well done. Perfect. Perfect. Well played. We're getting really, really close to... Remember that stupid cartoon, Mega Man NT Warriors? 
You remember that? Where yeah. it's like, you have your own little Mega Man. In the, we're getting very close to that with Pokemon. <laughs> Dangerously close. Or or Pokemon is becoming the new Digimon. Oh, geez. That they're, I, I, we have to move on, Dave, because I'm going to have a heart attack right now. We're, so speaking of we're games. We're trapped in a Mon hole. <laughs> <laughs> very recently on Reddit and a few places on uh, Instagram, a leaked list of possible PlayStation 4 games to be to show up on at E3 came out. Now, this is obviously possibly fake um just because seriously why would playstation print out all the games are going to have showing up in a trailer you know hmm. unless it was like a printout from something back in a like, couple months ago whatever blah 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 but the games are let's see trailers for a days gone launch trader last of us part two splinter cell apocalypse devil may cry 5 yakuza 2 kawami shenmue 3 play ps2 and ps3 games on the playstation 4 so I don't know if that means they're gonna do like, but like uh, an update backboard compatible or what. I don't but. care about that anymore because they HD remade everything I wanted to play. Exactly, yeah. and that's here's the other thing. They're also mm. HD remaking other games on this list. Also, Resident Evil Two, mm. freaking know. Final Fantasy Seven, um, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater is gonna be on there a remake. Wait, you didn't know? they already course, remake Final Fantasy Seven? No, they no, they haven't yet. They teased it so four million years ago. And of course, Greg's favorite. Kingdom Hearts 3. <gasps> Which I mildly care about. My the, sanctuary. The hype, the hype is buried. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not as... I mean, it, it no, it's not that the hype is still going. Listen, the, the tapioca in my gullet is still rising for that game. Really? <laughs> right? Mine is still just up there. plateaued. Nah, fuck that. Mine is still going strong for this thing. Until Greg actually loads up the main screen and hits start <laughs> and moves forward, he's not going to believe I'm not going to believe it until I beat it. I'm going to assume it's a demo disc <laughs> up until the end. <laughs> I hope they have some like crazy like like collector's edition for that where you have like Sora s- 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 standing on top of like 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 a bunch of bodies and shit with his two keyblades out and like Goofy and Mickey are with him. I don't what know, have I done? Shit. The gods right? of yeah, exactly. Olympus have abandoned me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like God of War One. You know, and I hope I hope there's some surprises <laughs> in that game. Like we have some 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 Star Wars integration, some Marvel integration. Yeah, man. You know, we like if you, if you right, dude. Like if you like 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 if only Mickey can summon Thanos or some shit like that. Fucking dope. <laughs> Uh, but Bethesda is a very cheeky development house. And by cheeky, I mean they have a certain sense of humor that I freaking love. So, uh, <laughs> in upcoming E3, before E3, they went live on Twitch to announce a new Fallout game. <gasps> also, what they, what they did was uh, they, they put up their, their, their please stand by uh, on, on Twitter, blasted it out. And uh, the New York Comic Con Twitter said the last time they did this, they announced a new game. So we all tune into the live stream to find a Please Stand By TV in the background and a Pit Boy uh, in the foreground. And there were thumbs think, up. Yep. <laughs> and and, uh, and the funny thing they're doing is like they were live for like like 20 some hours and shit like that from one afternoon to like the next uh, next morning. And uh, they had, like, random things happen. You had employees walk by, give a thumbs up. You had, like, people walk by with, like, uh, Skyrim t-shirts. You're like, wait a minute, there's Fallout stuff here, so is it Skyrim? What the hell's going on here? Uh, when it turned nighttime, they put the pit boy down and covered him with a blanket and turned the lights off. <laughs> nice. They had, they had a sock puppet come up at one time and just started, like, doing sock puppet stuff. And I was absolutely <laughs> dying. And they made him dab. I was just like, no, stop that. Stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Hilarious. All to find out, at the very end of the stream, the CEO came out, uh, and he was saying, hey guys, E3's coming up, we have a teaser to show you, we've been live for a while, and we had a lot of viewers, uh, and what they teased was uh, Fallout 76, good old 76 in. Now, there's a lot of speculation about this game, nothing has been officially released yet, 
But uh, from what we know, uh, Fallout, I mean, the, the Vault 76, I think, is like one of the, the operating vaults, or not the operating vault. It's a control vault. It was one that actually didn't have some kind of wacky, stupid experiment going on. It was, <laughs> like, it was like, okay, so the apocalypse is going to happen. You're going to have enough provisions for about 20 years, in which case the door will open and you'll go explore the new wasteland. It apparently had about like 500 people in it, and it was a control group intended to, uh, you know, like, like Casey said, be open uh, 20 years after the war. So it's going to be interesting to see where this thing goes. Um, I was hoping for, uh, I don't know. I swear like, to God, if, you, I, if you say I was hoping for a battle royale fallout, I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and like, you know what? Don't stop your finger, Greg. Don't stop your finger. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, don't if, I mean, if anybody like knew me at all, knew that I wouldn't want a battle royale game. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, like the, the community was actually, uh, making fun of it at the same time in chat saying, Oh, battle Royale didn't come in because that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got battlefield V coming out. They have a battle Royale coming. The new call of duty has a battle Royale coming. Like, Oh God, that, that this, this part of the industry needs to die. No more battle Royale shit. Right. But, uh, yeah, looks like interesting. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of speculation about it. They released a teaser. Uh, not much else. Uh, Casey, do you want anything else, bud? I really don't know. I, what, what was the... Original suggestion, it was a multiplayer RPG. A multiplayer RPG. Yeah, like, like a survival, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I don't I don't. But this is just it. this is just like speculation based on what people were, were dissecting from the trailer. Right. Um, which people I, I love the community. They're just like, Oh, it showed this, so this means this. Oh, it showed that. Also, this is here and it's just like we don't we don't know anything. Yeah, we don't we, we <laughs> literally all we know is they have the West Virginia song playing. That's it. And that's it. That's it. Country yep. Road? Country road. John, goddamn John Denver. Yeah. Pretty and much. What's fantastic about like Bethesda also is like no one even knew this was coming. Yeah. Well, just like Fallout Four. Anywhere. Literally just yeah. like Fallout Four. It, it broke the release cycle too. They're supposed to do an Elder Scrolls in between a Fallout. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, t- technically, they have like a newer one released. Uh, what's it called? The the the, the newer um, the newer one that I don't think anybody's playing. The new Elder Scrolls. Like yeah, the, well, the it's not VR version. version. It was, it was, uh, it was a DLC to the, um, to the, to the, to the online game. So I think they're, uh, they're, yeah, they're, no one's playing that. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're technically ca- calling that a new, newer game. No, but that's because it's like, because it's like this huge, it's, it's like this huge, like, like DLC that they released. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh great! Instead of an actual game, let's do a DLC, dude. I'm like, you know, yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping for a new uh, Elder Scrolls game because I, I really like, I like. I, I like the Fallout world, but I like the Elder Scrolls world more because it's more <gasps> fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, 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 I'm heartbroken. I like the Fallout Why? world better. Because Why? I, I love the alternate history take in yeah. in Fallout. I, I also think there's a lot more humor there. Is it more mm. characters too? Like they, like there's they're just like goofier, and there's more of a, I don't know. It, it's less serious. Like whenever I jump into like Skyrim, I'm just like, all right. Like I am the no smiles from here on out. No oh, oh, really? I I think I think it's the other way around. I think the Fallout world is a bit more serious and a bit no. more downtrodden. No way. Plus, the, plus me personally, I love going through like a fantasy world, like full of a lush environment and shit. Like I love, like I love back in the day loading up Skyrim. I probably had like over four hundred hours in, in Skyrim, yeah. just loading it up, going through the whole land, just just like doing doing shit like 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 not teleporting anywhere, just walking through. Yeah. Like if I need to go across a map, just like going and having adventures along the way. Like I love doing that. In Fallout, I always thought it was just a son of a bitch to do that because because <laughs> I don't know because I don't know where here comes here comes a death claw. 
or here comes some radioactive asshole like tr- like trying to eat me and I'm like oh no but in Skyrim it's just like oh here's just like this band of marauders and wolves I'm just like alright I have fucking magic let's go bitch listen yeah, they it's, don't it's... appreciate being called radioactive assholes they're ghouls and they're people <laughs> just like you and me <laughs> they were people Casey they, they, they were, were people, people. Like that's true they were people. I mean, I, not to say I don't like the Fallout universe. They have some really, uh, really good, good characters. And I love the building aspect in Fallout yeah. 4. I did that more than anything else. And I had so much fun going around just doing that. Just liberating yeah. places and then building them up. I made my own Iron Man like cave where it's just like each end you go to is a different suit with a light behind it in a different <laughs> color. And I was like, yes. I, t- I turned Vault 88 into a museum. That's awesome. Of, of everything nice. in the wasteland. I just... I think I have something like six hours in Fallout 4. It's disgusting. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Chris. All right. So um, I'm one of the few people that still jumps into Destiny 2 every once in a while. So uh, I think I'm the only person in this podcast that actually cares about this. I jumped back in the PC version just to get some more money's worth out of it. Just yeah, um, I, I, I may jump back in because I heard that the, the new, uh, newer release, like the DLC is actually pr- pretty good and people are enjoying what, what's happening. Yeah, it was. So actually, uh, the, the new release actually popped out, uh, there's, or the, sec- the second DLC popped up probably about uh, a month ago. Uh, it actually is pretty good. It's pretty quick. They did a lot of good like quality of life upgrades and things like that. You upgrade pretty quick. The new uh, Mars area is full of all sorts of crazy secrets, one of which even directed people to an actual replica of one of the new weapons uh, in real life when you followed all the uh <laughs> all of the clues that were left behind which is pretty cool uh so kind of little updates that came however um bungie's been very open about the fact that they are making a lots of improvements that they've partnered with some of the kind of top streamers and and, and uh, heavy players that play the game to make some of these improvements that will be released in a major update in september the C- the year two update so while they did make some smaller updates which is available now in fact bungie had a kind of a blitz of a marketing campaign including uh, partnering with humble bundle uh, with their subscription service where for 12 dollars subscription uh, you actually got destiny 2 there was some pretty hefty sales i think it was like 10 if i'm not mistaken i think it was like 10 bucks uh mm. for like three days like best buy for a while that's over now um but um yeah year two is going to be a big uh is going to be a really big change and uh, on june 5th they're going to have an announcement kind of uh telling us what to expect of what's going to be coming with year two um but if you haven't played in a while now's actually a pretty decent time to get back into it uh things flow pretty smooth the leveling up makes sense it's really fun to just get a lot of really high level weapons after you play for like an hour you're like sick i'm like doubled my light level this is great Oh, sorry, power level. Oh, Destiny 2. And also, Chris needs someone to play with. So please. That's true. <laughs> let's kind of, let's be real. I don't want to be the only one. <laughs> Maybe I'll jump back in. I spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Um, so that's pretty much all the current events that we have for this week. Remember to tune in um, next week as we're going to be talking about E3. So that's going to be really, really exciting. It'll be an all news segment. So if you love this stuff, you're going to love next week. If you don't love this stuff, you're still going to love next week because it's fucking awesome. Because <laughs> we're there. Because we're there. And that's all that ah. really matters. Um, let's jump into Solo a little bit. Um, so as always, I want to have, and I know this is on the show notes, I'm, I'm throwing a curveball in here. I'm assuming everyone saw it. So I am going to have actually Dave. That's not a curveball. That's an invisible sphere you held. Yeah. And you're just making a clicking noise with your mouth. <laughs> Nice. nice. Where to go? Uh, I'm going to have Dave go ahead and just um, summarize very briefly uh, the plot of Solo. 
So Solo, Star Wars story, puts us in between the events between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. We have a young Han Solo who, growing up the streets of Corellia, you know, like this young guy, hasn't really become the Solo we know and love. Surviving, going on a heist. Basically, it feels like you're watching a West, like a, a, a spaghetti Western, but in Star Wars for the most part. Um, and it just tells us a lot about who he was in a way, how he becomes the guy he's meant to be, and certain things that happen along the way. Like how he gets his fabled ship, how he makes his friends, how he gets his fabled like DL-44. You know, how everything, how Solo came to be, that's what we see in this movie. It's, it's almost like a, like I wasn't expecting a true origin story. But I feel like that's what we got, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, what were your everyone's expectations kind of going into this movie? Because I know mine were just like this movie's gonna fucking suck. Like I'm, why I'm is gonna this wish even being made. I, yeah. Why is this being made? I'm gonna wish I was watching Last Jedi instead. Like these are the thoughts that. Oh were god! No, you don't. Head. That that was a lie. Yes. Lie. Well, you, so, well, that was my expectations going in. <laughs> so my expectations going in were. Not why is this being made, but more like, well, I didn't ask for Rogue One. Rogue One was amazing. So mm-hmm. maybe it'll be lightning in a bottle again for the most part. Um, worried about what it could do to Star Wars franchise after The Last Jedi and where the la- and where like the franchise will go like after this movie. Those are my expectations. Like, what's going to happen now if this movie ultimately sucks? Okay. Uh, Serge, what about you? Oh, man. Uh, mine was, uh, why is this movie being made? <laughs> it's it seemed like a corporate grab like the easy thing to do people if you're if you're a corporation and you want to make money you look at your franchise you're like hmm the most popular character is wolverine let's make him the focus of all of this and give him a bunch of movies han solo is a really popular character let's make him the focus of a movie that'll make money easy enough so going to this movie i was like i have the very very low expectation low bar this thing is going to suck my balls uh, only because it seems like a corporate cash grab, and having worked in corporate America, uh, you 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 get the mindset of how people in upper management think, and it's the most sterile way of thinking. S- very sterile, very just, just. Let's see what we can do to maximize our profits. Let's see what a product, uh, what we can do to put out a product that everyone can just buy into. It doesn't need to be that great. It just needs to get out there and uh, and have enough pull on its name and what it can possibly deliver for us to maximize our profits and make a lot of money. Yay! Yeah. Um. So so that's how I went into to the movie. And hot take, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. <laughs> That, that kind of brings us into like the next point a little bit. Um, this is the movie that none of us wanted. Han Solo I- nope. is my favorite character in Star Wars and the main Skywalker storyline. He's my favorite. I didn't even want this movie. Um, how do you feel after seeing it? So- um. Well, I was the first asshole to have the... Uh- Dice on his rearview mirror. Not every asshole is going to have it, so that upsets me a little bit. Um, but I, it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, you know, like it was very fun to watch. Um, like I said, it's like you're watching a heist movie. This is exactly what it is. It's a heist. Um, it just happens to do with Star Wars, and I love the time frame between. Like, I love the the Galactic Civil War era. Yeah, because um, so much can happen. It's 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 19 years after the end of. Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. A lot can happen in that time frame. A lot can happen in those 19 years that could just 
Don't have to have anything to do with the main Skywalker story. Like seeing normal stormtroopers again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what God. I mean? But like still, like it's there's a lot of things that they did that that were were great that makes sense for like this time frame of the of the saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um so going into this movie, uh knowing that Ron Howard was the director, like a Ron Howard movie is gonna be is gonna be pretty decent no matter what. So like I already True. knew it was gonna be. Uh, it was already gonna be in the positive at the very least. I know there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth about what the feel of the movie would be, and you know I do based off like a Lego movie. Like I did do like Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who were the original directors for there. However, I kind of uh, I'm behind the decision to have them move out because it may have been a bit too much far of a departure yeah. from the core yeah. movie. Um, that being said, at the very least, the one word I hear everybody say is, and I wholeheartedly agree, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, it, to be honest, you could take this as its own snapshot, completely remove it from the Star Wars universe. Like, we love the Star Wars universe, that's great, but it doesn't necessarily need, it's definitely the movie we didn't ask for. It definitely doesn't make me feel like I now know a lot more about. Um, about things I, I wanted to know more about or like deep in the universe at all. Um, it's definitely, it's 100% fan service. Like the whole thing start to finish is yeah. oh, absolutely. Fan service. the total and, opposite of last Jedi on that fan yeah. service front. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the thing that, that, that kind of that like, since at some points it worked and sometimes it didn't work. Like I, I felt like it wasn't earned whenever they played like the, the Star Wars theme song. Like I felt like, <laughs> I felt like that, that was like, like an audience applause cue. You know what I mean? Like, like the first time uh, Han is sitting in, in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, flying it himself, and Chewie sits down, and it's like, da-da-da, da-da. I'm just like, okay, this is where I was supposed to come in my pants. Yeah. Like, it was obviously, it was like an audience well, applause line. Like, that's that's that, how I saw that. So I was like, okay, I, well, I, I, get, my, I get that. My buddy Yuha saw it with us. Yuha, big fan of the show. Um, and basically, we saw it together, and I said, that's the one thing that the Star Wars movies have done badly since The Phantom Menace. Where, if something's gonna be like an epic meeting of something or something that's supposed to mean a lot, for some reason, doesn't it yeah. just goes by very easily? Completely. Like, completely, like the like for instance, the first time like Obi Wan meets Anakin, that should have been a very big fucking deal. Hey, but it's like, oh hey guys, yeah. shake hands. You know what I mean? That's that's all it was, and like they keep on doing that. And in this case, there's like at least three or four times in this movie where it should have been a big fucking deal what we just saw because this is how like the story comes about. But yeah, it just doesn't. It's like, oh, oh, that just happened. Okay. There was um, definitely cool. a lot of there was definitely some pacing things, and the, the the biggest kind of criticism that people have is about the pacing of the movie, and I think that's a big one. I wish there was more time on Corellia. I wish that we saw more of him, um, actually in, um, basically as a, as a stormtrooper with the Imperials, uh, but. I think with how the feel of the movie went and to get it and again keeping up with that fun the the, the fun kind of quick quick cut vibe to it, it, mm-hmm. it kind of worked even though you oh, wish yeah, you saw absolutely. more. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I loved him as a <laughs> as a trooper in this like this like World oh. War One like trench. Yeah. Like yep. f- fucking like, like warfare. I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting to see this at all. What are we and, even and, fighting? Yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's even going on? They're like, all right, let's go over this hill. Yeah, but like who's who's fighting you? Like, what's going on? And yeah. and, 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 and I love the point that uh, uh, that, that Han made where he's just like 
um, like we're the invaders because his commanding officer was like, "All right, we need to take down the hostiles." He's like, "We're the hostiles." Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And, and, and also, like, uh, uh, I hear that criticism a lot where it doesn't spend a lot of time on certain things. Like, um, when he joined up and we see him cut three years later uh, in, in this army, he's just like, oh, I was kicked out of the academy uh, for having him out of my own. It's just like, why don't we see that part? Yeah. Mm. You know? It's like... I, I mean, would... we, we, we kind of see that, though. Like, he wasn't following orders with, like, the... Um... Oh, fuck. What is what he have character's name? Beckett. Um, Beckett. Beckett. Like, Beckett, he did a lot of stuff on his own. So we kind of sort of see it. He killed Aura Singh. But at the same time, though, I mean, he's with another cast of characters who also. I would like, say that he killed her. She killed so herself. It's almost like he didn't need to. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, that's another thing with this movie. That I was, I was, I was digging on on an Aura Singh and that alien that was played by uh, John Favreau. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. The one with the many arms. I mean, when they had the the, the, the campfire and they're singing a campfire song, C-M-P-R-E-F-O-N-G song, uh, and they're all talking with each other. I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, camaraderie. Uh, it sounds, it sounds, um, you know, like, it seems pretty cool. They're all like, oh. Here's where we get to know everybody, and uh, John Favreau's alien character is just like, oh, man, well, you know, everybody kind of needs somebody, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, we got a little crew going on here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it seems, seems pretty nice. And then they, like, kill them? I was like, what? Okay, so we don't care about these It's a, it's a heist gone bad. Which was yeah. a bummer because those I liked the two characters. It kind of, that whole thing, while it was good, I think it suffered from, um, still, like, the Captain America Civil War with, uh, you know, ant-man and spider-man where it was cool but it didn't need to be there type of deal um you get very invested in these characters and then they're kind of gone and i guess it comes down to the pacing thing as well they're kind of gone right when you really start to get to like them yeah i mean like i i i'm gonna regret saying this but it it feels like this was supposed to be um more than one movie and they just kind of condensed it like they didn't give you enough time to care about mm. any of the band like they give you like enough time to care about uh beckett and that's about right it. like and, 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 and even minute. even then and you don't really like care about with two sets of directors couldn't be yeah <laughs> couldn't be. well i feel like they scrapped most of what the other guys did i they just have that feeling uh based on the fact that um what's his name alden Ehrenreich kind of like tattled on them Right, remember that? Yeah, he like, yeah. This is just. He was, like- he was like, "Hey, Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. uh, they're doing stuff here that's weird." And she's like, "Let me see." She comes to the principal, "Let me see," and she's like, "What the hell are you guys doing? Get out of here! Yeah. Get well, get I mean, out of here!" Not only that, but like they're arguing with they were arguing with like Lucasfilm's royalty. They're arguing with like Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the fucking script. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know about you guys, but if I was asked to direct a Star Wars film. I'll put some of my creative interest into it, but I'm doing what the fuck they tell me. Yeah. Especially if it's written by Lawrence. Ex- yeah. ex- exactly. That's the thing that, that some of these guys forget. It's like you're coming into Star Wars. It's like you're not coming into your own project. Yeah, this isn't Ryan, 21 Ryan, Jump Ryan, Street Ryan fucking okay. Johnson. Star Wars, like, come on. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah, this, this movie, it, it, it was fun. I'll say Sita as as a matinee. But, uh, you know, just, just, just going to the whole... I mean, we didn't need an origin story for Holland Solo, but it was it was uh, a fun movie. Mm. Um, well, well, one thing I do want to talk about is how he got his name. It, that bothered nobody, me. Now, nobody cared how he gets his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this goes back to the corporation thing yeah. I'm talking about. They're like, all right, Han Solo is a very popular character. All right, and there are questions about him people need answered, said no one ever in the fan base. Yep. No one cares why his name is Han Solo. Just- Every- everyone just assumed that his name was Solo. A lot of things can be left up to mystery. You don't need an explanation listen, as listen, to why listen, his name Serge. is Solo. Serge, you know what I mean? it could have been mm. a million times worse. It could have been like, hey, kid, what's your name? It Han- was a million times Han worse. Han Solo-its. Yeah, 
That's not a cool outlaw no, name. I, I would have loved if, <laughs> if he was just like, well, what's your last name? He goes, I don't have one. He goes, don't have one, eh? How about Lone Star? I would have lost <laughs> my mind if that happened. Right? Something like like really like Space Cowboy. Yeah. And, and yeah, like it, it doesn't seem within the realm of Han Solo's character <laughs> that he would allow an, an Imperial to name, to him, name him and then yeah. keep that name after he got out of the Imperial Army. It's right. just like, yo, okay, he's Han Solo. He doesn't give a fuck. He feels that everybody around him is pretty much inferior because they never live up, up to his standard. Yeah. And he's he, he kind of feels like he's above everybody, which is why like Han Solo is such a cool character because he's just like, oh, God. He's just like, well, why don't you go and find out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he's still out the air, right? It's, <laughs> well, laugh it up, fuzzball. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, I'm fucking Han Solo. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and especially that like, he never believed in what, in what the Empire and the Imperials were doing. I mean, we see in the very beginning of the movie, he's always on, on the run from from the Yims because he's doing his own thing. Yeah. He wants to live his own life. He was kicked out of the academy. So so even after he, he leaves Karelia, okay, he, he joins the academy to get back to Amelia uh, Clark's character, Kira, which is spelled weird for no fucking reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a minor thing. Queerda. And after he leaves Quifa. the army, he's just like, I'll keep this name that the Imperials gave me because that's what we're doing here. I mean, I mean some not? things... Something to be left up to mystery. We don't need everything explained to us. And I don't want, know why. Who, Whoever was in charge of that felt like, oh, we can give them something from the prequels. Yeah. You know, like when George Lucas is like, you'll find out why he's called Darth Vader. And then cue to fucking Palpatine being like, Vader. It's like, you just made that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I what? came up with a cool name, I saw on Tumblr. Yeah, what the fuck? Mean? Oh, you, who, who is your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. I'm, mm, okay, mm, solo. I was. I groaned in the theater. So, groaned Greg, the theater. you might appreciate this. That guy is either Tag or Bink. He was so old. I know. Yeah. I don't what a waste, right? I, yeah. They 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 touted this big old cameo of I, our I, two favorite Star Wars characters. I both do and do not appreciate that at the same time. I'm very <laughs> yeah. What 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 what, what I kind of do appreciate is uh, is while he's in this army and he's trying to do his own get back to Amelia Clark, he gets quote unquote found out, dimed on by Woody Harrelson's character who was doing a job inside I, of the I Imperial really Army. I really liked that part. That was awesome. Like that yeah, was that was hilarious. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, we we got ourselves a, a deserter over here. I knew it. Yeah. Throw him into the ring." Fit him to well, the monster. Like, and they're like, that, what? There's a monster? That whole <laughs> undercover thing, right? Where like he sees them in the middle of the battlefield and they're just like as chill as chill can be. They don't give yep. any fucks about what's fuck. going on. And then he's up. He's like, hey, Captain. And Woody Harrelson's like, what? what? Oh, oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's me. me. And then like, hit, like the crew members are just like, yeah, Captain. Why don't you go talk to him? Captain, why don't you tell him with the two? <laughs> just, like, just literally busting his balls. Time. It was so cool. So hilarious. So, but, but yeah, I, I loved how they were doing a job inside of it. And, I, and he can see, oh, it's like, oh, Game recognizes game. He's like, hey, I went in on it too. They're like, hey, man, uh, don't really know you. Okay, you're telling us you have credentials. This is an inside job, literally. Yeah, uh, yeah. hey, officer. Uh, I'm an officer too. Yeah, this guy's a deserter. Yeah. Get him. Yeah, never mind the bullholes. <laughs> don't worry just, about that. Every every time they just had a like a bald faced lie to one another, where it's like it's like yeah, like real real nice touch with the Ardinian. He's like Ardinian. Listen, pal, I'm an Imperial trooper, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> just, Did, um, and that's the thing. That's one of the things I liked in that scene, though. They showed the difference between like the stormtroopers, supposed to be like the shock troops of the Empire. Yeah, and your everyday John Q soldier just. Probably had minimal training, gave him a blaster armor, and just sent him on his way into God knows the fuck, yeah. you know? Did anyone else think that the whole Amelia Clark Akira thing was kind of 
the relationship was out of character for Han Solo. I don't I I don't like I, I can really. overlook it and I don't think it ruined it but I thought that that was like I'll, I'll, I didn't think it needed a love story at all no, or it, the it fact that he knew that he wanted to go back for her oh. I think like I think that it would have been better if he was just trying to escape and it was either like if it was like his sister or just a friend but like not needing to go back was completely irrelevant to the actual plot of the movie it, it, it did especially well once he once he found her again it was like, okay so his purpose is gone yeah yep so yeah. literally right. it was like oh well now he doesn't have to go back and the fact that he was trying to get back actually means nothing because she's here now so the fact yeah. that he it was made such a big deal about going back was a motivation that was kind of beyond the i'm out for myself um mm-hmm. thing that we usually see from han solo and yeah. didn't need to be there because it didn't actually pay off that was the one thing that rubbed for, me the wrong way for me a lot of this movie is how not only how like he got his name and all that but it's, it's how this like diamond in the rough aladdin reference for all you disney fans out there or this like street <laughs> urchin becomes han solo and and he right. wasn't born that way like and so i think a lot of the choices that he has made are the opposite of what he would have made when he first met him in a new hope and that kind of rings true towards the end which we'll kind of talk about when um He's finally Han is also. I mean, what we see of him in the original trilogy is Han Solo over the course of four years, right? One of which he spends frozen, yeah. Yeah, he changes a lot in a short amount of time, yeah. He does, and I and I think it's a real credit to this movie that he starts out with some traits that that are familiar, but otherwise, like a pretty different, he's in a very different place in his life, he's got different motivations, he learns a lot. You know, we, we really do see him grow. Yeah. And but at the same time, though, like what Greg was saying, like when we see him in New Hope, he's everything's about me. The most important person is me. Yeah, because yeah, he's been and let in, down a lot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, what the fuck happened to him in a course of like 16 years yeah. that turned him into that guy? Something the only person he trusts, the only two things in life he trusts is the Falcon and Chewie. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. And, by and, 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 and how do every, and how did everybody feel about yeah? Now uh, how about everybody feel about uh, the reveal of of Chewie, which is what the segue I was trying to make. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, so we had the whole war thing. He's just like, oh, I'll lock it's, him up with the monster, and the monster turns out to be Chewie. It was horrible. I I kind of liked it yeah. actually. So I liked I knew, it too. I, I, it I, I thought it was, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. I, it was, I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody saw it was coming, Casey. Yeah. No, no one thought there was a mystery. Lock yeah, him up no. with the monster. I, I wonder who. I wonder who could that be? A monster. It turns out to be a muddy, muddy Chewbacca. <laughs> like I said though, but, like I, like I said though, like it missed the mark. It should have been like it's Chewbacca. It should have been something like much more. Just I thought it did a pretty good job because they, yeah, they build I, up. He you don't see you yeah. see him sitting in a room with a bunch of uh, like body parts, and then you kind of hear him off in the distance. Like they made a bitty pretty big. Like they built up to that moment. Yeah, and when it's there, and when he sees them, it's like it takes them a little bit before they you know start working together i thought it was pretty i good. don't know maybe, and maybe. i definitely loved how they build him up as like a monster because yeah. you know it's it's the imps they're yeah. just like oh you aliens you freaking you beasts or whatever and he's just thrown into this pit and then he, like chewbacca comes down and he's like oh, I was like oh shit he looks all muddied and grizzled <laughs> and pissed off and you're like holy crap yeah. 
And uh, Chewie wrecks house this whole movie. Like they talk yeah. about, like the first movie, they say you know he doesn't pull, pull people's arms out of his sockets uh, for you know for losing. But and like this movie, it. he freaking he destroys this movie. He, like, he actually yeah. has stuff to do in this movie as opposed yeah. to the other movies. I mean, he's a legacy character. People talk about, I make reviews about, oh, these legacy characters die. Like Chewbacca's still there. You yeah. guys forget about Chewie. Like come on. Yeah. And it's true because they usually have him in the background doing stuff. And I think uh, a part of that was not having uh, Eunice, like the new guy who's playing uh, Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, so he's he's a younger guy and he's able to like move around in scenes and he can actually run and stuff like that. So I think now they can take liberty with having Chewbacca actually in the battle and doing stuff because like this young guy can can run around. Yeah. But uh, I, I personally did not like uh, Han Solo speaking fucking Yeah, that was fucking I was just stupid. like... Yeah, that was yeah, I was, yeah, I was. I was. I mean, I mean, like, never in in Han, in Han Solo's lifetime has he ever like spoken Chewbacca's like he he can understand it, and Chewbacca can understand basic. So in, their relationship makes sense. But when he started being like, yeah, I can I can speak a little bit of it. It's like what? Come I, on, I, I, it's I so stupid. For the sake of the joke, because it did make me laugh. If they have to do it as a joke, I would have loved if it was just like, where is the library? And like that gets his attention. <laughs> Don't they? Esther, yeah. like, well, didn't he? He messed it up a couple of the lines. He messed up. He, he it was did. Like, like slightly off. But like it was like caveman. Like speak. I just wanted yeah. straight, just like out of context. He knows one sentence and one sentence alone, and then moves on. <laughs> like that's like, it's, it's I like I mean, you know this sentence, and this sentence explaining why I know yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. <laughs> uh, okay. For for me, this this scene didn't work quite as well. Uh, I I think that. Because I knew it was going to be Chewy, the whole like reveal yeah. and the whole suspense was like, I know who fucking is. Let's go. We got things to yeah. do. Like, come on. I, no, and, I agree. And, I agree. Like, it should have been something much more grandiose. Yeah. Like, it's like they're like we find out like this is who they are fighting literally on the planet. Like, Wookies are like are being like in a stronghold, yeah. you know, and. Solo finds him, captured or whatever. Something better than just that. It should have been much more of a big I th- thing. I think I would have appreciated know? it more if they like made me do like a double take or something where like it shows like a monster, but it's not Chewie, and then Chewie rips the arms off of that monster, and then that it monster. reveals it's Chewie. I think I would have been a lot more oh, yeah. of that because I would have been expecting Chewie, and when I don't get him, I'm like, wait, what the? And it's like, ah, you got Ron Howard, you got me. Like I would have preferred, I think, that kind of moment. <laughs> You tricked me, you run-of-the-mill oh, quality man. filmmaker. <laughs> Next thing I know, you're and, putting your brother in this movie. Oh, wait. And and also and also because this is a movie no one asked for, like there's there are no actual real stakes because we we know the future of all these characters. Yeah. So when you have Han Solo in the beginning of this movie, like thrown into that pit with with Chewie, like you know he's not going to die. You're like, oh, could it be Chewbacca? Could it be a rancor? He's going to live. And then Chewbacca comes out. He's fighting Han. He's fighting Han. Oh, is he going to kill him? No, it's not because they become best friends. You know they, you know they get the out of the trenches. Relationship with Kira's not going to work out. Yeah, you know, relationship with Kira's not going to work out in a card game. Yeah, yeah, and like you like you know when the when and then when the Kessel run happens and like they're going into like this like black hole that we'll talk about later, uh, like that's there nobody's going to die. No there are no actual stakes because we know what's going to happen. So you sit in this movie and when the movie tries to put these characters into some kind of like mortal peril or some kind of situation, you're sitting there relaxed, like you're just like nothing's gonna happen to you. Like yeah. I know that you die in the Force Awakens, uh you you Wait, keep what? Going. Spoilers. Oh, Spoiler God. alert. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Bum. You bastard. So I'm just so the whole time just like what is this what is this like this tension for yeah. like this is so silly this is all so yeah. silly it's the silliest fucking shit yeah but I did like uh, I did like Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian yeah yes. first line oh he my delivered God. there were there, there were times where it seemed like he was doing a hard impression of Billy D playing which, Lando which I liked. 
I really like that. At, 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 at certain times, it seemed like he was really doing a hard impression. But but I think when he was really getting into mm-hmm. it, like there's certain scenes where he was like into it, and you're like, yo, he's going for it. And there's certain scenes where he where he would just be like, all right, baby, and I'm just like, Ew, well, like for weird. me, I think like the that's the persona of Lando. And I, I think even Lando doesn't quite have that persona down at this point. Like, that's why it seems kind of off at times, because he's still like, like, he's got he's, it, but he's still perfect. He's so many absolutely capes. a fake it till you make it <laughs> oh, character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think that's why. I, and like, you see like him drop the facade completely at times, like um, when we find out that L3 what happens to her right like with the whole like her body yeah. there we when um he gets a little he gets upset like there are things he just drops it completely and he's like or w- yeah when um towards the end han figures out the whole card like cheating trick and he's like oh God. oh that was he's great like, a little freaking out there <laughs> so for me it's not like i think I, my brain just kind of wrote it off not as donald glover not fully grasping the landoisms but lando himself figuring it out and balancing it out so to speak Mm. Yeah, there was. Um, I think what he did was okay, but there was no, there wasn't a lot of range. It was literally yeah. like you hear, oh, you hear Lando like Billy D deliver one line as Lando Carizian, and then you just he just kind of kept that one one trick throughout the the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, for that it was good, but it did its points seem like an impression more than it did him actually being the character. Um, because yeah. even like Billy D would have moments where he excited and get more get more dynamic and um, and not just be even keeled the entire time. Mm. So, but that being said, but probably one of the best like legacy casting choices absolutely ever absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I love like. I love the little things they did also. Like they showed like the inside of the of course, like he would keep the Falcon like meticulous mm-hmm. and clean and proper. <laughs> he had a shitload of fucking capes to choose oh, from. You know, like, I would have I would have lost it if there was a button on the Falcon that Han randomly hits and a hologram of Lando comes up and he's like, It's my, it's my birthday! <laughs> oh my God. That would have been amazing. It's like, it's like a luxury, it's like a party boat. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, it has a bar in it. It has a <laughs> it's got it's a wet bar and it's got a, a bar. hall of capes. Yeah. So good. I, I Which also, is apparently uh, the, se- the scene George Lucas shot. Oh, he really? Guessed, he guest shot a scene, oh, and man. it's when Kira tries to get Han to put one on, and he just throws it behind him. That's so great. No He's, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was and the cape she put on was was like his like signature cape, and I was just like, oh, look at that. I was just, I was just like, hmm. That, that's. Uh, I wonder why they didn't play the Star Wars music there, where she's like wearing like his cape, and they're like, do 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 do, but like, and like, and like, like, like something very somber, like yeah. strings or chimes or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, um, the Donald Glover as Lando uh, stole the shore show more than uh, Alan Eckrack. I mean, I think Eckrack did did a, a good job as as Han. He did, mm-hmm. he did a serviceable job, but so you can tell that. He, it, was hit, he, it was hit or miss. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't really do much. I mean, like, like Han Solo is Harrison Ford, and that's yeah, also exactly. why people didn't want this movie because Han is Harrison. Uh, Han is Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Yeah. You can't recast that and have people be like, "Oh, I really want to see this." Like Han Solo be not played by you know Harrison Ford, and and Eckhart did, did an okay job. I think it would have been better if he was just like some other smuggler, some other yeah, guy. Yeah, I agree. Because 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 then like his his acting chops could have stretched out a bit more. Because like I've seen some other stuff that he's done, uh, but when I heard of his name, and I was like, "Oh, let's let's see what he's done." I watched some stuff that he's done. He's actually a pretty good actor. Sure, yeah. But here you can tell he's stifled because he has to fit into a box, yeah. and I'm just like, "Yo, this guy is more than this," but he can't be because he's being solo, so it's not doing him any favor. 
flavors whatsoever. Yeah, there, so anything thing I did like though is um, one of my things my brother pointed out that he was nervous that would happen was that he was afraid that would make like he thought the whole formula was Solo's gonna be a fuck up in this like he can't mm-hmm. do anything right yada 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 he's not like the cool like Solo we know that confident Solo we sure. know um, and they didn't which was awesome he's still like constantly still confident but you think about it Solo's always a fuck up like in yeah, any of the movies. Yeah. Solo fucks up. He's not the cool like. He's not luck. He's he's not lucky all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. And they still did that with this. Like the, when he's saying when like when he's like in that ship, I have a whole squadron of men, and it just Lando's flies like, the fuck nope. away. It's like I'm out of here. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like that. That that would fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. no, for you know? me, there were I have two major gripes with this movie, and that's like there's some minor ones too, but two big ones. I don't give a fuck how he got his last name. Or one unnecessary. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. just I don't believe Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Like he he's yeah. just not the right. He's not the gruff. Like it's not even the right kind of actor for it. He doesn't even look remotely like the part. They put that hair on him like it's gonna like fool us, and it, it doesn't. Um, he did a great job with the back and forth with Chewie. That was super. I was yeah. into that. Yeah, like, they did he did a really good job. He definitely had his best. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think I read somewhere that like Harrison Ford kind of helped coach him along a little bit in the role. Oh, no, um, really? And you, you can kind of see that, especially as the way he talks to Chewie, the way he kind of carries himself sometimes and delivers some lines. It gives like the, the smirk, the smirk, all that kind of stuff. But like, it's just like, it's literally like, it, I, I kind of start to buy it. And then I look at his face and I go, oh, yeah, you're not him. I'm sorry. It's like when you, it's like when you go to like Disney World and you see Mickey Mouse and you get all excited because he's talking, he's blinking, and you look at him and go, "Oh yeah, you're just a dude in suit." It's like like the magic was there for like a split second. <laughs> oh god! And then it went away. <laughs> wow. It went away. You know who actually god. did a very good job as a Han Solo as character you, is um, Chris Pine as uh, friggin' Captain Kirk. I thought was a believable yeah. I came, I came Han Solo. With, than I that. came up with a really great <laughs> casting idea yesterday. Yeah. Go on. I was I was talking to someone about it, and I was like, if you had to recast the original trilogy, like characters, but in their prime, mm-hmm. yeah, who would you pick? And immediately, it's like, oh, Sebastian Stan is Luke Skywalker because yep, they, they look, look exactly yeah. the same. What do you guys think of Carl Urban as Han Solo? I think he's too recognizable. Really? I always felt he had that Gary Oldman kind of No. Chameleon. Every time I see him, I'm like, hey, it's Carl Orban. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah exactly. Doing, yeah. But he also, I don't think he can get that gruff. I think he's too theatery to be to be Han Solo. I think the guy... If that makes sense. I can't remember his name right now. The guy who mm-hmm. did the voice or who played Red Skull in Infinity War, uh, after kind of seeing what he looks like oh. and stuff, I think he would be a great Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, mm-hmm. the throne of the hat, and he was one of the choices for Solo, uh, Ansel Elgord, uh, B- Baby Driver. Yes. Uh, he doesn't. Have, it's the voice, nah. though, too. Hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just Harrison Ford ruined it by being so perfect for that. <laughs> so good. Harrison Ford ruined it by being so goddamn good and being Harrison Ford. Because whenever you, whenever you, and this is a problem. Whenever you think of like, oh, what can we do for cat? Like, don't 
just don't. And that's why nobody wanted this movie to be made. And and everybody is uh, all the outlets are looking at uh, the the box office numbers because this movie was what like I think like uh, like close to like five hundred mil uh, budget to, to make because of the reshoots because of all this shit. And it didn't even break like a hundred mil like over the weekend. And that's so low for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So everyone's just like, oh, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, so question, like, did did Deadpool and Infinity War have something to do with this? Maybe. No. Maybe. It, the movie itself has something to do with that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's definitely a contributing factor, like like Deadpool 2 uh, coming out and Infinity War coming out and them doing so great and this mediocre movie coming out. But the movie itself did it to itself. Nobody wanted this I, movie. I think because, it's also again, the title, but we're, it's, it's a lot of things. It's, 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 it's a title, lot of things. It's the title. It's the movie itself because a lot of fans didn't want to go. We just went for it just for the fucking right. rim. Yeah. Um, because cause, cause everybody tries to, everybody it's, like it's, to, to, tries to do their own casting for who Han Solo could be, but it <laughs> never comes out the way you want it to be because everyone's like Harrison Ford. It's way too fucking close to The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and there's a, they didn't cash in the date. Like, yeah, for instance, I, like, I was saying that like a while ago. I remember that. Like This movie should have come out after. On May 4th. At, no, not even on May fourth. Forget like that. This, this was, if they're going to do the show, this fun. should have come out instead of Rogue One, and that timing. As you think mm. about it, after Force Awakens, what yeah. happens? Mm. Han Solo dies. So we're all feeling nostalgic, right? Like, man, oh, it's me. I'm like, man, Han Solo's dead. Like, he's my mm-hmm. favorite character. He's my dude. And then I get a story from his past, just as that like, last hurrah, that final, yeah. And like, I don't even want an origin story. I would just like him and Chewie younger. And maybe they make a, a one-liner about, yeah, who cares how we met, and move right along. Yeah. And then we yeah. get something maybe similar to this movie um, in mm. terms of just, like, a nice heist, with complete with a train, a, a runaway train, <laughs> a train heist. That, 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 that train heist was so, like, run-of-the-mill, I, mediocre, whatever. I, I like it was, it was like every heist train movie that you've ever yeah. seen. we got to uncouple the thing. Like, every heist train movie, yep. like, like, even, like, what's it called? Uh, uh, the movie with, 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 with uh, Johnny Depp and Army Hammer. Oh, where, Lone Ranger. Uh, oh. Yeah, the Lone Ranger. Like, they did the same thing, except a bit goofier, where Johnny Depp's on, like, a ladder yeah. and stuff, culturally appropriating Never American. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, real-life things, uh, L3. Anyone like oh, L3? L3? Yes. 100%. 100%. Really? I was uh, wait, uh, wow. Uh, that robot was the most annoying no, piece of garbage it. I've so, ever so seen. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love I, the Joy Revolution. Like, I didn't like... I did like that. bothered me for a little bit. L3 bothered me for a little bit, but it's like... The the ship need a co-pilot. That's how like the Falcon is flown. You know, like I did like that. Only, it's a two-man. But Chewie's, the only, but Chewie's like the only person that's big enough. The only thing big enough to fly on his own because he can reach everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like it needs a co-pilot. So they're like, how do we write a co-pilot into this for fucking Lando that doesn't become like a main character that can just be written away? And of course, the easiest answer is a droid. You know, right. um, I and droids are sentient personalities. It's awesome, but it's the person they gave it was just. They're trying to be too culturally aware, and it got annoying. That, that That's what really bothered me with this movie, because Star Wars has always had parallels to the real world, yeah. but it's never felt real world. It's never felt in our time. So there are things from Star Wars that we can take away, like, uh, I mean, the, uh, but but this whole Disney regime makes it too heavy-fisted. Like, uh, in The Force Awakens, where you had the stormtroopers pretty much give a Nazi salute with, like, red flags of the New Order. It's like, that's too heavy-handed. 
Okay, like you could argue that in in the original series that I mean the original trilogy that it was like that already, but they never did anything so in your face with the imagery like giving a pretty much Nazi salute, except not really. And in this one, you have the uh, with L three her whole thing about robot rights and 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 I mean uh, droid rights, and it's just like okay, this is echoing too much of what's going on in real life. I don't really care for it. And okay, like one or two times she meant to say okay, I get what it is, but there's a point where they really punch you in the face with it, where where Rolando. Uh, they're, they're flying somewhere and Lando's like oh, alright I'm going, I'm going in the back do you need anything and she goes equal rights and right. I'm like alright I get it I, I get it yeah. I see what you're doing I, right, I can, this, I can this, see this, you this shouting Wars, that please. in the theater like alright I'm done Dude, I slumped in my chair. I'm like, I get it. I get what you're doing here. And it's very important to talk about equal rights. But, it, I mean, like, Star Wars is escapism. And I just, I if, just if you're going to make a parallel idea. to real world, just don't make it so so heavy-fisted. Like, I really didn't care about that. One thing I really liked that. about L3 is she wasn't a C-3PO clone. Right. Yep. I mean, no, I mean, they, they, they tried to make her, like, K2SO. Like, well, that's like, what they're so, like, trying K2SO to replicate. K2SO was even... Like the voice, like I love Alan Tudyk, but he's just doing a C three PO impression all the time. He's uh, an autistic C three PO, essentially. He's a darker C three PO. He just has like yeah. no filter. He says what he wants, and like that. That's it. Like whether he's aware of it or not. Uh, what I liked about L three is sure, like the British accent and like the the tone and the vocal pattern seemed very um, similar to C three PO, but like her, she was very passionate, right? Which is interesting mm-hmm. to see in a droid that's not R two D two. Yeah. Yeah, I was so I was really mad when I watched the trailer. I was like, "Oh, good, another fucking droid in a Star Wars movie. Great!" And I was like, <laughs> I was so not on board with it. And then um, I, I love I love the character. I thought it was such a great juxtaposition of what you expect because basically you walk into a Star Wars movie, you go, "Great, it's a, it's a droid that's going to be super robotic and not really have much and just be very utilitarian." But she just friggin' hammered stuff home and I thought that's yeah. what that's where the comedy in the character was was because the character was so heavy and so self-aware is not something that you saw before and I thought that was I thought that was awesome I thought it was hilarious that's why that's why I really liked her because it was so it was so different in the kind of the joke was that the robot was so freaking feminist it was great I love the throw forward that she's the rude hyperdrive computer. Yeah. Yes. 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 That is phenomenal. I like I that. Fucking flipped out. I don't. I don't know where your. I don't know where your computer learns to communicate. It's like yes, that makes sense now. I. I just like. I also love that like incorporating her into the ship also kind of gives it a little more of a reason why Lando wants it back so bad. Yep. Which is really like really cool. I and why they always refer to the ship as her. Yep. Which is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I know traditionally you refer to your ship as her, but like they gave it like a reason. I wasn't asking for that reason, but this is one that I appreciate. Um, I think there's a fine line in a lot in a lot of this movie, and sometimes they cross it very gracefully, and other times they're just like, Yeah, that's how he got his last name. And you're just like, Okay. He, he could have literally had a red solo cup in his hand, be like, Han. So solo, solo, It's like wow, begging to join the Imperial Academy, you could get so lower. So that sounds great. I think that'll be my name. Would you like to play with an ensemble, or are you just gonna take a alone? Take it alone. Done, done. That's it. So. Before we run out of time, we really, we really, 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 really need to talk about that surprise character that shows up at the end. <laughs> that red and black Hello. elephant in the room. So let me, let me kind of like <laughs> set the scene on this one. So we have, um, 
this whole big caper go on, uh, which inevitably ends with Kira, Han Solo's like childhood love betraying him without him even really realizing it until it's too late. Yeah, I like that too. I really, I didn't, yeah, I, I had, I did not think it was going to go there. Yeah, I mean, when 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 he when he came back and and he found her, uh, like, if I was, he might have been like, "Let's get out of here. What are you doing?" She's like, "No, I can't go. I'm sworn to this gangster guy." But my whole purpose is to come back for you, Paul Bettany, making that uh, scratch from Disney. He was good. He actually was really good. He was really good. I wanted to see more of his his character. Not to cut off Greg or anything, but I wanted to see more of his character. I love his little his little like uh, his little knuckle fist weapon, like the little lightsaber thing. Knuckle sabers. Where where have we seen those before? Those things look so fucking familiar. They do. They do. Uh, When I saw those, I was just like, I feel like I've seen that somewhere. But it was they were in some. They were in in, in one of the cartoons in a comic. There was something in the Star Wars universe because in his office. There was a lot of there's Mandalorian armor. There was yes. a fucking yep. There's Mandalorian armor. There was a, a Chris, Sith holocron a for fuck's skull. sake. A crystal, yeah. crystal, a crystal like, skull. Yes, there was crystal yeah. skull. <laughs> but no, like what got me was like the Sith holocron with like four lightsabers around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that was some shit. So it's like that was definitely a dark side weapon he used. It was or something because definitely it. It's we've seen it somewhere before. It really mimics like the weapons that the Praetorian Guard used in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Very much it did. so. But that's. That sound design, I know we've seen it somewhere. I know we've and seen it. And it almost had like the the, the the same sound effects too for, mm-hmm. for from from what the Imperial Guard used in the in in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool the way he fought with him too. Like yes. even though Han had a blaster, like like Paul Bettany's gangster character was was was, was deadlier with those things yeah. with those melee weapons. You and you can almost and, say he was gangster. Ha ha! Where's that Davy Jack button again? Haven't you? Oh, it's right over here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we come back to Kira, and uh, and they don't end up together. Yeah. Um. So she kind of like takes off in the little like the space yacht, right? And what I really like just prior to that is Woody Harrelson calls the whole thing, right? Beckett and Han yeah. are having this showdown. He goes, "Hey, where's Kira?" And he's like, "Oh," and she goes, "Let me guess. She killed Vision. I can't remember his name. So it's called Vision." <laughs> and she's he's uh, like Drayden his Vaughn. last Drayden. name was Voss kills, which kills I thought he was related to Quinlan Voss and he's like yeah and then it's just like and then Han which is wonderful shoots Beckett first before Beckett could even get his gun out yeah I, 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 I applauded I was like this is wonderful I was yeah, the only one in the theater that was beautiful. applauding but you know that's all that matters I could tell that's how I wasn't in a <laughs> theater of nerds is I was the only one applauding um <laughs> But so she takes off and she calls the head of the what was it again, Dave? The Red Dawn. Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah, I always Red think Dawn. that's like a Crimson, destiny thing. No, Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Red Crimson Dawn. 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 Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Destiny. Something's destiny. Crimson Dawn sounds like uh, like Fallout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fallout. So Crimson Dawn. Calls the leader of the Crimson Dawn, and you see that it's like a it's a hologram and it's a cloaked figure. And right off the bat, I'm like, "All right, Palpatine, lay it on me. Come on, I know you see where this metal is feet. going." And then it's you, you Sam Witwer. Yeah, and then you voice. hear, and I'm like, yeah. at first I hear, and I'm like, "That's not Palpatine." Did they recast? Like, do we have a younger Palpatine? This is fucking stupid. I'm Addy. And then all of a sudden, I start noticing. It's like, is that Sam Wit? And then the cloak comes off, and there you have Ray Park and all of his. Painted glory. Yes. I was like, it's Ray Park. And I was like, you have got. And I just like, I immediately, I was kind of slouched at that point, And I immediately just like sat up and I was like, what is going I know this is almost over, but please don't be over. This is, this is, this is it. This is the cherry on the Sunday, so to speak. 
Can you imagine if we didn't know for the past 10 years that he's survived? I know. Well, uh, so like there was that, a, that, that, there was the, 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 there are millions of people know. who don't know because because yep. because yep. people people there are people who don't watch the animated series and so people who live in this in this world who only watch the movie. So for an average moviegoer, especially I mean, the average moviegoer dictates these movies and why they're made in the box office and stuff like that. So are there are people who uh, give all these YouTube videos explaining why Darth Maul is there, millions of views because they don't know. And if you read comments sections on Twitter, people are just like, hey, can anyone explain this to me? Because I only watched the movies. I thought Obi-Wan sliced him in half and killed him. How is he alive? And everyone else is just like, you don't watch these cartoons. You don't watch That's these. That's what I do. Uh, I you, don't watch you, don't watch, you don't watch the canon? What kind of Star Wars fan I, are you? I mean, there's still <sighs> Star Wars fans who just don't dig on the cartoons. I mean, so they're just saying that because he's one of them. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I, that's the only reason why I, I, I do like aspects. I do like aspects of the Clone Wars. I think Rebels is is garbage, and I only watch it because it's canon. Um, I do like like uh, Sam Sam Witwer's yeah. voice to Darth Maul, but I don't like how they make like the Darth Maul sniveling bitch on Rebels. That's fair. He's just like also like Kenobi. So it, ah, Kenobi. Ah, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like Darth Maul is such a badass character. They made him a little bitch in Rebels. I mean, I I get the reasoning for his character because I I argue with a co my, a coworker of mine loves Rebels oh, I love to too. the fucking bone. Loves it to the fucking bone, and he and he will defend Darth Maul's portrayal on Rebels, and I get it. But at the same time, to me, he looks like like, like a little bitch. He's not a gangster that like like, like I know him as. And uh, well, like, yeah, well, like, I don't know. How do you know him as a gangster? Because up until there's only one for movie. one movie, all he did is get cut in half. He did get cut in half, yeah, but, but the way, but but fought like a boss, and before up until that point. Dude, he he went after he he knew uh, he knew he was going after two Jedi, and he, and he charged him his fucking self. All right, his master was just like, I need you to go after these guys and kill them. Fucking, he, he goes after the, the, these two, like, Jedi in their fucking prime. He knows that they're young. He knows they're in their fucking prime. It's just him. It's just him and one double-bladed lightsaber. And he's just like, I'm going to attack them. Here's the master. I'm fucking with him. The other one could come in out of nowhere. I'm still standing right here. And I'm going to do my job and fucking assassinate both of them. He wasn't just, like, lingering the shit. Like, he, he's technically an assassin. Yeah. And he could do some assassin shit. And that's no. what Darth Maul's character is. Sergio, he's even better. In a lot of the recent Star Wars comics that have Darth mm. Maul in it, he's a serial killer of Jedi before he reveals himself on oh, Naboo. Mm. Like yeah. he's like hunting, he's like snatching Padawans in the middle of the night and killing them in a dark alley. Dude, I was I was I was reading the 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 the, the stories because like uh, I, I I love just deep diving, going into random like things on the internet and just like reading about like certain characters from like all, the, all all different sorts so of lore. Menacing. I love. Yeah, it. and it's crazy. And I I would love to see all that on screen, which mm. is what maybe they. I think that's they're, what they're, they're going to do. They're, they're yeah. doing. I, I, I'll, I'll yeah. talk about that later, but yeah, we don't, we don't have much of a later, Dave. So you might as well talk about it now because we're getting over time. So basically, that's their plan. Um, they're gonna do another. No, it's true. The, their plan is basically they are gonna do like a bit of a trilogy with Darth Maul. Mm -hmm. Also, that's why Ray Park was brought back into the mix. Nice. They want Ray, Ray Park to the re reprise like the movement of it because Ray Park is still active in the community. He still moves really well. He like does. he's been bulking up for like the past two years like a madman. You know. Which is why he looks so big sitting in that chair. The fucker gained like fifteen pounds of solid like yeah. mass. Yeah, and, and like, they do like bullshit. whenever uh, I don't know if everybody watches, but like he does events at Disney, and he still he still has his moves. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like maybe not. He says he, he can't flip as as well as he could because he's an older guy, but he still can do all of his martial sure. arts moves. And when he does events at Disney, and he has his saber, like he goes off on stage, and it's fucking amazing. It's like so, it's like that's him actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Like it's so the most amazing thing. So, so basically, their plan is like to have him like. In different like Star Wars like 
offshoots like in this time period between of the Galactic Civil War. So like if they when they do have like other solo movies, he's gonna play a part. Um, when they have like other different like like um, Star Wars stories, like a Boba Fett story or another Kenobi story, he's gonna be in there. He will be playing parts. So we're gonna see a lot That's more awesome. of them and like in the movies to come. Basically, I think what they really need to do, and I've been thinking about this for a while, is they do something like Shadows of the Empire again, Ooh. but in this time frame, so you can get stuff mm-hmm. like you get a comic tie-in, you get a toy line, you get a video game tie-in, you know, and maybe a movie, maybe a novel. You know, but it's all just in this same section with the same group of people. And, you know, in Maul is in this very like Prince Shizor kind of role. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot that you can do with the character in this time frame because where he ends up before Rebels, I mean, he's like a, he's broken and old and alone. Mm-hmm. Like he has lost yeah, everything. There's a story. And, there. and we see him here. Yeah, we see him here. He's at the top of his game on a criminal empire, yeah, you know. Happened. Like what? What was it in Clone Wars? Was it Black Sun? Did they reuse? The it was name? a yeah. I think yeah. it was like um, he started like a he started like a freaking like a criminal syndicate, um, yeah. and they're doing really good until they took over Mandalore. Yeah, because that that's when like the that's when the Emperor realized like he was there, yeah. and that's when the Emperor killed Savage Opress, and he's like, well, like "You're not my apprentice. You're like, a rival." Let's, let's and they started like fighting each other. Because this is something I I really want to talk about for those people who are. Um, not caught up on all the cartoons they're sitting there looking at darth maul and they're clearly relying on our show to tell them what the fuck just <laughs> happened because last i saw that character <laughs> your first mistake, that character home, was listener. and this this next pun is dedicated to doc chris that character was completely wasted in episode <laughs> one <laughs> By being cut in half. Hey, man. By the there race. were three good things to come out of episode one. Yeah. The soundtrack, pod racing, yes. and Darth Maul. Yeah. That's it. Those are the only three excusable so, things from uh, episode So what happens, what happens at, the, at the end of well, that? You, you like the, the trade negotiations? <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, the political side. It's basically like the West Wing of Star Wars is, uh, really is. the whole negotiation. It's basically C-SPAN. <laughs> so uh, Darth Maul plummets to his doom, right? Uh, cut, cut in mm-hmm. half. So we think he actually survives the fall, lost his memory, and he everyone remembers Toy Story. Everyone remembers the creepy spider baby doll head. He essentially does that. to yeah, his legs. He gets that. his weird and he's just out of his gourd. Uh, his brother, Savage Opress, uh, goes out looking for Darth Maul, finds him and kind of helps uh, bring back some of his memory or all of his memories. But he's still batshit fucking crazy. And he gets like weird werewolf legs. Like they gave, they get rid of the yeah. spider with legs. They kind of rebuild them, and he's like weird werewolf slash minotaur. These were like inverted, like yeah, yeah like werewolf werewolf-y, looking legs. werewolfy looking legs. And they go off, and they just kind of menace around in Clone Wars for a while, up until menace yeah. around. They go back to Dathomir. They meet all the Night Sisters yeah. again, yeah. and then oh, he gets yeah. proper legs at some point, right? Uh, and then we lose track of him. Or the, then what Dave was saying. You got new legs. What Dave was saying is then he he is obsessed with taking down the Emperor because he betrayed him. He was his apprentice, and he pretty much just, I mean, he essentially traded in for a hotter model is what he he did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes out seeking vengeance, gets owned by the Emperor easily, and all he does is use, like, force lightning. That's all he really needed, and that's the last we see of him. When we see him back in Rebels, which is how much longer later? Decades? 15 years later. Decade um, about, about 15, 15 16 years, years later. Yeah. He is uh, much older looking. He is a lot more feeble looking. He speaks with He's, a rasp. He has more voice. of a Jafar vibe. 
if anything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's just trying to manipulate Ezra into getting what he needs in order to get his revenge on Obi-Wan. I did, uh, I did like that whole thing where he's just like, "Come, boy, I'll yeah. show you the ways." <laughs> you know, it was just like it was like like uh, like Sidious uh, to no, talking to yeah, slide your exactly. hand slowly up my You'll, thigh. No, Hi. no, stop making it. You'll get your reward, your eternal, <laughs> eternal. <laughs> so he was very Jafar like. So like so, his appearance in Solo takes place in between all that, right? This is clearly after mm-hmm. episode one. This is clearly before what happens in Rebels. Uh, and he's probably been sane for quite some time because he doesn't have the weird inverted legs and he doesn't have the spider legs. Uh, right. It's definitely after the right. Emperor. That's for sure. After like, he fights right. the Emperor. And the lightsaber he has, the same lightsaber from Rebels. Right. Yeah. It's got, right. Yeah, so, the little curve. Yeah, the little curve. So that that kind of yeah. makes you wonder, what? how did he escape the Emperor? We still don't know that. If he's doing the Emperor's bidding right now, we don't know. It's all speculation at this point. I'm, I'm hoping he's not. I'm hoping he just like kind of like dipped out somehow and like, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of is trying to build his own empire, so to speak, to. to yeah. And, and it's crazy because he, he's he's wearing like the necklace of of like the, the underground, uh, like the, the Red Dawn yep. order that, that he's uh, that he's the, the head gangster for. And then he calls Kira to him. And he's like, we're going to work a lot closely now. I'm just like, what are they? Gonna make another movie, and then it's gonna highlight her because because I, I I'm just like I have I more questions. You were gonna now. say, are they gonna make a baby? Yeah, little <laughs> baby, little half half human, half baby Zabrak baby, half Zabrak half human baby. Wait, he literally no longer has the equipment to make a baby, so it's impossible. At this he's point. he's gonna he force has it. The force. He's gonna he's he's gonna force stick it. He's gonna force stick it. He's a force stick. I mean, that's how Anakin came to be. Just saying, force stick. He's gonna will it. If anybody could will it, it would be Darth Maul. But yeah, force choke me harder. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I wonder what they're gonna do with that. I mean, are they are they gonna make another movie with with her? Because I, I I'm so intrigued about her storyline now and like where that's gonna go. I mean, if, if this movie like like picks up where she's going off into space and then meets up with him. Like, what's that I, I gonna think, be like? I, I mean, is she, and, and, they, to, they to me, and, and to me, that's where the movie got yeah. interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the they end, don't show it. That's where they don't show it. But it's like, is she a force user? No, no I, like, I hope I don't she's think not. So. No, she's a Terrace Kasi so. user, which is a throwback to one of my favorite PlayStation games, which is heralded as one Star of the Wars. worst Star Wars games of all time. Star Wars Masters, Masters of Terrace Which is a, basically oh. a Tekken knockoff. Oh, God. Uh, or actually more like a virtual fighter. I'm not even going to give it the graphics oh, yeah. uh, fidelity oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Star Wars characters. Still love it. You can all go fuck yourselves. Yeah. First time, <laughs> first time with playable Mara Jade. I didn't first, forget that. That's yeah. true. Um, I'm really hoping that they we don't get a full on movie about this. I would rather her pop up behind the scenes and we have to like mentally fill in the blanks and just see the mother of dragons evolve as it goes on. Um, one of the guys at work was saying this, and I'm just gonna say this because I think it's sorry, dude, quite ridiculous. Um, he was saying, well, like, maybe she's Ray's mom. And I was like, you That's get stupid. out of here, sir. That's so you dumb. get you leave. D- just because she's another female in a Star Wars yep. movie doesn't mean that they're tied to fucking. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? That's it's so stupid. Like like that's what happened with uh, with Rogue One. People were, were saying uh, that Felicity Jones character, like, uh, and people were asking her, "Oh, are you raised mom?" And she's like, "Cause I'm a, another woman in Star Wars. But like, yeah. why why do I have to yeah. be?" Also, Pe- that people that ty- were saying that about Doctor Afra too in the comics. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. She's that cute girl that's Darth Vader's sidekick for a while. Mm. Um, she's trending. All right. Yeah. Right. Sure. 
before <laughs> we jump into the secret question, I just kind of need to know uh, two things. Does this movie deserve all the negative press that it's been getting? And do you think this is a worthy addition to the Star Wars universe? This movie deserves everything it's getting right now because, uh, it, it, like I said, it's a, it's a like just to wrap up. It's a corporate cash grab. Uh, it it looks like it, smells like it. The only time I really got, I, I I had fun with it. I didn't hate the movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. There are parts I really didn't like, um, but at the same time, I'll probably never watch it ever again. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I it, it does leave room for for more stuff because, like like I said, the end of the movie is where it got really interesting. But it's getting a lot of negative press because of how how the audience reacted to it. It's just like we didn't need yeah. this. Uh, you know, like Harrison Ford's not in it. He's a quintessential Han Solo. He is Han Solo. So the fact that you recasted it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the story itself is run of the mill. I mean, you got your run of the mill, like heist movie, your run of the mill, like cowboy movie, everything played by the numbers. Nothing was, like, there was no chance taken. There was nothing really creative that really happened in the movie. So you got an enjoyable afternoon or a matinee if you want to go do that. When it comes out on digital, if you have a Sunday afternoon that's free, watch it then, you know. It's but top forty radio, is what it is. It's like okay. I'm having a good much. time. There's nothing. Ah, it's very surface level. Nothing substantial. But, uh, yeah. Nothing substantial. But it was, yeah, it, it was fun. Pre- pretty much, it's 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 going to be a free movie on an airline coming soon somewhere, yeah. and it'll just be like, hey guys, this is available if you want to watch it. Well, we're going to our destination. I don't know. I don't know. That's like, well, I'm torn between watching Solo or Mamma Mia again on this airline. <laughs> the answer is Mamma Mia because here we go again. Oh, Hell yeah. Because like because you you say it's a free movie on an airline, but we went to Celebration that first year. We watched both like Haw- um, Hawkman and Guardians of the Galaxy Birdman. on the airplane. Yeah. Birdman, sorry. That's yeah. Birdman movie. and Guardians of the Galaxy on the airplane. And those are two really good fucking movies. It so, was, but that was also a special flight because they had like crazy shit on there. Like, like where, where, where was it? Like our display, like it came up from like the side and it had like, this, this is true. Dude, like, the, the display itself was like, it's this like iPad thing. Like that, that, that was a newer plane with, with newer tech, but I'm talking about your run of the mill, like average, like flight where they're like, Oh, there's, there's a movie on. If you guys want to, there you yeah. go. Um, you know, where, 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 where they play you a movie, for me, f- not where you for select me. I, li- I like this movie. I know it's a cash grab. I still like. I think it was fairly well executed for what they could do. Uh, I'm gonna. I buy all the Star Wars movies on Blu-ray, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna have that. If I own Last Jedi, I'm gonna own this one. Is what's gonna. <laughs> uh, it's not. It wasn't as bad, in my opinion, as Last Jedi. I didn't leave physically angry, so that's yes. a plus. Uh, am I gonna see I it agree. again in theaters? Absolutely not. Am I gonna buy that that Millennium Falcon Lego set from this? Possibly. Definitely. Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> if it's 20% off somewhere, so, most likely. Oh, I was going to say, I actually really, really love yeah. this movie. This was the, the breath of fresh air that got me to enjoy Star mm. Wars again. I thought my enthusiasm was maybe dead and buried after Last Jedi. Yeah. And I went mm. back and forth about it for a long time. But I was rewarded watching this movie. Every time they made a reference to something I knew... You know, the callbacks, just the interesting stuff, the visuals, it felt like Star Wars. And that's that's all I've wanted since, you know, December, is just something to really make me feel like, holy shit, this is some Star Wars right now that I'm watching. You know, comics and the cartoons and stuff are fine, but, like, the cinema is where it begins and ends. Absolutely. Like, if you don't have that with Star Wars, you got nothing. Mm. The other peripheral stuff is fine, but, I mean, this had, it had heart, it had soul... I loved all the characters in it. It was fun. 
it's on my list of Star Wars films. It's number four, yeah. I think. Interesting. It's, yeah, I lo- I really love this. It's definitely movie. not last for me. That's reserved no. for a special no. movie. Yeah, it's a deal. Uh, <laughs> the Christmas. Special. The Christmas. Um, I think it's really interesting, and this just dawned on me as Casey was talking. And Dave, I definitely want to kind of hear what you have to say. Um, you know how Marvel was trying to get Agents of Shield to be their in between stuff, so like you are still the hype still kind of stays at least plateaued throughout it. Yeah. Rebels and mm-hmm. Clone Wars is totally that for the Star Wars universe, but it succeeds. Like it get, it, it fills yeah. you in on what's going on. It ties into the main parts of the movies and the Skywalker sagas that you care about. Um, and never really overdoes it, but doesn't forget its purpose. Its purpose is pure filler, uh, and to maybe sprinkle some new ideas here and there in. Versus Agents of Shield, which is just like the last episode they had. They mentioned Thanos a couple times, and that was it. And I was like, he just like really? dropped his name just to keep you. Just gonna name drop mm-hmm. him? He's coming to wipe out literally half of everything, and you're just gonna name? Okay, cool. Thanks, Mulan. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Dave, what do you have to, to say? <laughs> so, I enjoyed this movie much more than I thought I would. Um, yeah, same. To Chris's point, it, he is right. It is like a top forty for when it comes to movies. And the best analogy I can say for it is, I'm a craft mm. beer guy. I love craft beers, but every now, but every now and then, I want to drink a Corona. You know, so that's basically what this is. is the, this is a Corona for me. It's it's fu- nice, it's refreshing. It's good to watch in the summer. You know, it's like oh, no, it's that a, was it's good. a Bud Light with um, wine. You know, because it's a it's a it's a Buddy yeah, Heist film. It, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a good movie. If it came out, if it came out for, like like Surgeon has conversation when a Star Wars Star Wars movie comes on like TV, they're gonna sit yeah. down and watch it. No yeah. matter if what it is, yeah. you're gonna watch it. Um, what I do hope, part of me does hope it does get more negative flack. And they stopped making Star Wars movies as frequently because what made Star Wars special in the beginning was it was literally once in a generation you get a new trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, once every ten years you would get something. Like after after Empire after uh, Return of the Jedi, we didn't get uh, Phantom Menace until nineteen ninety nine. Right. You know, we got it so far after, and we had no more a whole new generation of Star Wars of Star Wars fans. And then after um, Revenge of the Sith, we didn't get like we didn't get like. Um, the Force Awakens until like 2015, so it's like, it's. I hope it gets back to that time frame where we only get movies once every 10 years because it's special. It's like holy I shit. I don't want to live in that world. I, I disagree. I don't want to live in that world. I don't think their frequency is a problem. The I quality. think it's the yeah. quality that's the problem. I mean, look at Rogue One. Like we, we didn't. No one asked for that movie, but I think Rogue One was 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 great. Absolutely. Like I had a lot of fun with it. I, I and 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 even even before. Like, I mean, it was just an interesting premise. The movie itself, you know, like the, the Death Star plans, like where, where it tied. It was an interesting premise. Han Solo is not an interesting premise. The character right, is interesting. Right. And, right. And, every, and everybody loves Han Solo, but the premise of how Han Solo came to be, that's not interesting. You know, the, the, the character is who he is. We already know him, okay? But we didn't know the story of Rogue One. We knew it vaguely, but to see it play out like that, especially the ending that it had, that was very yeah. bold. You know, yeah. like, like to see all these characters die. Yeah. For for this cause, I was Spoilers. like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Whoa, that's Rogue One. So so so, I think the frequency is not the problem. I think the quality is the problem. So if we get a Star Wars movie like 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 once a year or two per year, if it's a good store and a good concept, I think it'll work. And and I keep screaming it to the heavens, Old Republic. I mean, if well, that's it, another thing that that's another thing my buddy Yuha said that yeah. and that it's it's just funny. No, it's funny that you said he said what made Rogue One so great was that. 
we don't know anyone in the story. So this can go anywhere. You know, we had an idea of how it was going to end because they get the Death Star plans to mm -hmm. the Rebels. But that's all we know. Yeah. Um, when it came to Solo, we know the three main guys are going to survive. Everything else is fair game. So it kind of takes out something from there. So he says something similar. He goes, if they keep on making Star Wars movies, don't give me legacy characters. Don't give me characters I know. Give me a story in Star Wars that I don't know, so I don't know how I, it's going to end. I, I, exactly. I, think, uh, I agree, but I think you have to have a legacy character show up somewhere. Uh, to really give you an idea of when that story takes place. And even if so like Old Republic, you don't need that because it's like so far in the past that it's not going to happen, right? But like if you have something that's taking place a couple years before Force Awakens, you you should have like not Mark Hamill, but you should have someone in there in the background just to be like, oh, okay, I see. I see. Or like C-3PO doesn't have his red arm yet. Like, like okay, I know... This is after this and before this. So I got like just something like that just to give you a tease. Cause that's what I like about a lot of these is and, piecing that together. And I think we're actually getting that with uh, John Favreau. Real? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a movie that's going to take place like uh, after Return yeah. of the Jedi and in The Force yeah. Awakens. Well, he's doing a TV. Isn't he doing a TV show? It's TV. He's yeah. a TV series. He has yeah. a TV series. Yeah. Ryan Johnson has another trilogy Boom. that's unrelated has, has to... Thing, but... he, deserves yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves nothing. He deserves nothing. But, but, but I think the John Favreau thing is is the movie. I think he's doing the TV series as well. As, as, as all, also the... Uh, the uh, he has a producer, yeah. As the, the, the guys who do uh, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, D.B. Weiss and yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of like... You kind of need that just like a little bit like a little taste i don't need a whole movie about han solo but like a little taste like if it was about a random smuggler and han happens to show up awesome. yeah that would have been awesome. a lot better yeah. you just see you just see the millennium falcon fly by in the background like they walk into a port and the millennium falcon takes off just a reminder yeah. i'm here <laughs> was anyone else underwhelmed by the kessel run i'm sorry i just have to say it yes, like that absolutely yeah. that bothered the fuck care. out of me because because to me it was such a legendary thing the Kelsey run and then when you actually see it especially the fact that seeing that nobody else witnessed it but but the Kelsey run is well known in Star Wars like, like everyone knows oh this that's the guy who made the I mean even Ray well, oh so, he, so like, he made the the, the, the Kelsey so run everyone knows that six. that's wait hold on, hold on hold on hold on that actually got like someone saying we're like basically in a New Hope. Han is the only person that knows about the Kessel Run. He says it to like to Obi Wan. He's like, "Should I have heard of the Millennium Falcon? What the fuck is the Millennium Falcon?" Yeah. You know, at that point, to him, that's still, that's like he's Al Bundy. He made the five touchdowns in one Al game. Bundy. He's so also for him, trying, that's the he's trying to sell Snake exactly. Oil to some that, that's why I really teenager like, yeah. and this weird yeah. old man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that's so 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 at that point, it's 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 still the one person right. who saw it. But in like the Force Awakens, the the Millennium Falcon's famous now. You know, so that's why Ray knows about it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about from a New Hope standpoint. I'm talking about from now. So from now, where we are currently with Star Wars, everybody yeah. knows but, knows about it. But 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 back then, like no one really witnessed it. So it's just like how do how does everyone like, Han like talked know about it up this all the time? Yeah, he yeah, kept on no, no, saying Han and talked He kept about on it. saying, "I'm so great. I did this," and people would be like, <laughs> "Like if you say something with enough confidence, people are just going to believe you." And I love how 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 he said that they made it in twelve parsecs, and Chewie said something. He's just, and Hans is like, "Well, if you yeah. round down, and it, it's already started right there, <laughs> right? It's already Great like line. it's like yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't but yeah. exactly yeah, maybe we just because again, like in a New Hope, no one o only person heard about it was Han. Yeah. That's about it, yeah. you know. So like it's still 
at that point, he's still talking it up. It's not a big known thing. No one cares yeah. at this uh, point. I mean, but so think of it. So they went to navigation that, records, but Boulevard Gaming, true. So they went to that planet, and that planet was sounds like the major, like the one of the main sources of the the freaking engine fluid, whatever the fuck you call it. Um, and then, then it blows like so. Then after that, like that place just erupts and goes under. So like I'm sure people heard that shit. And then they get chased by a friggin' star destroyer and like through there. And then on top of that, they end up back on a planet that is known for harvesting and, and processing the uh, the fluid, followed by what is the beginning of the Rebel Alliance, who then has a network everywhere. So like. Uh, that's like word freaking gets out uh, on top of that the freaking imperials they then the imperials know like the uh, because uh what's her name kira now goes to work with what is must be someone working for the imperials then she knows that it made it in that time as well so there's yeah. actually a lots of points where that word could spread and, and also and also real quick how, how ridiculous was it that there was this whole like gravity star thing and this huge monster in in fucking space and that they made it seem like they were all going to die i'm sitting there like this is so ridiculous we know nothing is going to happen to yeah. anyone they're like oh no we're getting sucked into this collapsing star black hole thingy what's going to happen oh no the ship's breaking up eject the ejector pod oh no and they lose the radar dish again <laughs> they lose the radar dish again and they're like oh no the ship's coming apart what's going to happen like we we got to get this uh this fuel that we just stole from from Gesslin to the thing if we do that we can boost out and get to where we're going and she's like oh no can he get it into the engine in time will they all die and i'm just like why are they making this i think like, why I think, are they stealing we, from star trek yeah, yeah we like we know <laughs> and i think that's what fine. it is i think that's why it was so overwhelming like it should have been exactly what it sounded like where he has to like originally i think the kessel run was he had to, the way he did it was he had to literally bounce off of stars going supernova in order to make it work, you know, to get like that really short range of where he had to go to and whatnot. So it should, should have been like that where like he calculated, he said, fuck it. And it's like, if it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't make it seem more like, like the pod race was fucking exciting. Make it exciting like that. Like you sat there and you're like, I knew it was going to turn out fine, but holy shit, what the fuck did I just see? And, and it, it just wasn't. It, we saw the Kessel yeah. run. And it yeah. was nothing. It I, I kind of like that it was nothing, though, because, like, it's just Han talking himself up and having people bleed him. True. It, it I'll give you that. I will. Not, now you bring that up, I'll, I'll give you that, sure. But still, it's uh, just like. But, like, the whole concept of seeing him, like, like, like bounce and, like, shoot around starts and stuff. Like, you know, how ridiculous it was in Armageddon where in order for them to get on the comet, they had a slingshot around the yeah. fucking moon. <laughs> like, something like that, but, like, Star Wars. Or like, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they're just going through all the freaking warm. The war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I really liked that they explained and they didn't have to, but I really dug it, is why Lando calls Han Han. And it's just oh, it's so just good. to fuck with them. I love it. Yeah. I remember um, a couple years back, I made Emily sit through a couple Star Wars, and she never really sat through anymore since then. But we rewatched Empire, <laughs> and <laughs> Billy D goes Han, and she goes, "Wait, I thought it was Han." And Billy I'm like, D. "It is. Just don't worry about it." Um, and it was just kind of like it's all the malt yeah. liquor. <laughs> and, and the fact that they like just explained that, I was like, "Okay, that, that's like." I didn't know I wanted that yeah. explained, but I did, and I'm very happy that they, they did that. Uh, speaking of things... Han Solo. It's Han, yeah. but nah, it's fine. Um, yeah. Speaking of things that are fine, it's time for the 
A secret question. A secret question. Bet you've got about the secret question. So we're going to keep this very brief uh, because we're way out of time on this one. I really want to know very quickly. I don't need any reasons why. If there is one character in the Star Wars universe that you definitely do not want to see get his or her own anthology movie, who is it? Ooh, mm-hmm. good question. Mm-hmm. That we, we don't, don't want to see. Uh, we don't want to see this one. I will start. Yes. I will start with R5-D4, the red droid that blows up at the beginning of A New Hope, uh, prompting uh, R2-D2 to... That's so great. Getting butt. I don't need to oh, he know gets, his... He gets his story. whole movie, and at the end, it, it's like no. him like arriving on Tatooine. Yep, great. And I will you tell you... Some, you want to hear some crazy shit about R5-D4? Yes. Yep. Yes. From Legends? He's a Jedi droid. <laughs> really? He no, has midichlorian shit. oil. Fuck and he, he has a vision of uh, the future... And he sees that R2-D2 has a great destiny before him with Luke. So he uses the Force to blow out his own motivator. So they pick a different droid. So that's bullshit. And I'm saying that as R2-D2 is, is actually my favorite character from Star Wars. Real talk. You see you, you see why it wasn't a bad idea they got rid of the Legends universe? Yeah. You see why? <laughs> from the chat real quick. I'm, I'm just going to say like this that. and we can't use this. Jar Jar Binks. Unanimously, <laughs> Boulevard everyone's saying Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. So he, easy. He can't use that. Uh, moving right along, we're going to yep. go to KC. Hmm. Yes, Star Wars character can be a you main one. Could be one that was in the background. <laughs> I want to pick one that's not it so easy, but I'm, I'm going to go with Everyone's favorite guy to pick on, Dengar. Okay. <laughs> Dengar. <laughs> Dengar is such a pathetic loser in the bounty hunter <laughs> circle. Poor Dengar. Like he's just barely out of frame on Aww. that shot in Empire Strikes Back where they're all standing on the bridge. Yep. <laughs> and then his only claim to fame is pulling uh, is, is Bofet pulling Bofet out of the Sarlacc like, pit, <laughs> which which might not even be canon. Which anymore, isn't may not be canon anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, no one's turning out in droves to see a Dengar. I, I love the picture that they use for him on Wikipedia. <laughs> he just looks mildly annoyed. I, I actually, I want to see this movie. <laughs> I really do. Mildly annoyed guy in a <laughs> turban and brown stormtrooper <laughs> armor. Oh my god! I need to look this uh, up. Uh, search. Uh, I am going to pick, uh, what's his name? I, I was originally going to pick Watto. Okay. Okay. Let's get my own movie now. It's great. Come uh, see uh, it. Uh, Dengar looks like John C. Riley in this picture, by the way. Just saying. It was, it, it was a toss up between yes, that yes. and, uh, in Rebels, that, uh, that, uh, purple non-Wookie Wookie guy. Oh, yeah. Zeb. The, the, oh, the, 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 the original concept for Wolverine. Chewie was Zeb and his, yeah. yeah. Zeb, yeah, Zeb, yeah, don't want to see that. Too. See, I really want to see that shit. <laughs> but you're just saying that because it's Rebels and you don't like Rebels. Zeb, yeah. Zeb, my yeah. movie. Someone call Ron Howard because we're making a Zeb movie now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and now the story of a purple. Here's <sighs> the story purple of a purple original concept for a Wookiee. The character, I swear to God, if they, ever made a, if they ever made an origin story about this character, I would quit Star Wars forever. Padme Amandala. Like, it's not necessary. They would make it just to say, oh, look, girls have power, yeah. too. And I could just see it being, like, the Devil Wears Prada or fucking, like, 
Supergirl, where she's just like a she's just a single girl trying to make it in the Senate and be somebody. You know, like no, I would fucking die if they right. Act, and they, and they're, they're, they're making they're making like she doesn't go by the social norms and patriarchy of her society. Yeah. <laughs> would, exactly, which, which, which was like, which is like, 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 kind of the point of her. But they would make it like, like that, and they would pull in yeah. everything from 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 Twitter that people comment on and say because that's how these movies are written now, apparently. And then be like, all oh, right, like, uh, and then and then be like, Padme, what do you want? Equal rights? Oh wait, that was actually in this fucking movie. And I can see like already when she's going to become queen of Naboo, she's going to take on someone that's like Donald Trump. Like they'll they'll write in yes, like, the stuff they need to write exactly. in. Exactly, it's, it's too like, close to our. And life. we get more uncomfortably racist trade federation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, uncomfortably I'll, racist. I'll put tariffs tariffs on Naboo. You know, My God. but yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, see Spain, Fuck that. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, for me, there's a couple of different ones I really would not want to see. I would not want to see the origin of C-3PO. Oh, wait. That already happened. Oh, no. Uh, the Trade Federation would be one I really don't really care about and how that formed. Like, who cares? That would be really boring. That would be like a documentary style. <laughs> you should have put a yeah. stipulation on this that we had to pick an actual good character. No, there's so many bad characters out there. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> um, I think... Ultimately, though, I really don't want to see a Palpatine one uh, because I, I like him as this like really evil being that you, never had a beginning. Let me don't tell you tell something. Me. I would I would agree with you until I flip through the Darth Plagueis, book, but like, which might as well just be called Young the Chronicles of Young Palpatine. I just, I, I, for me, he's always been old. He just popped out of his mama old. That's like that's just how I, I view him. <laughs> He Benjamin Button and stopped. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it's just such a, a big uh, character in Star Wars canon, and he's the personification <laughs> of evil. I don't want to see what he was like before that. I kind of do, but I don't. I'm just kind of imagining like Palpatine's mom just like, would you like some more dinner, hon? No. <laughs> no. no. That, dude's, that dude's had one foot in the grave <laughs> since you conception. Want <laughs> you want dinner. You eat your he vegetables. Not the mama. And just like force throws her across <laughs> the place. All right. We need to end it before we make a second dinosaur. I don't reference. need a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tosses his blue oh, milk. Oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're done. done and with all that like we're, all good blue milk this must come to an end <laughs> this has been issued 147 of the bad Cody funky podcast i want to go ahead and uh just Bye. give everyone a, a quick shout out that has joined us for this evening for the live show each and every thursday night at twitch.tv slash bad funky usually around 10 p.m uh we had boulevard gaming showing up good to see bevo we had uh adam soul kettle guy always love seeing him around uh we had Commander Root, uh, Electrical Longboard, Electrical Skateboard, Nortelius, True Bolt. We also had uh, a couple people show up right in the middle there. Um, if I didn't say True Bolt already, I'm going to say it again. Uh, Electric Mastro. Good to, good to uh, see you joining. Good, sir. And no, Noble Armo right in the beginning there. Friend of the podcast, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, buddy. We super appreciate it. Um, if I forgot your name and you were there for a moment, I apologize. You can email us at thebcfpodcast at gmail.com and just call us a bunch of jerks. It's fine. Uh, and then I will give you a shout out on the the next one. As yeah, email us. It's great. Call me scum. Call him rebel scum on me. and spit on him. He loves it. It's great. Uh, remember, <laughs> if you're uh, watching this live with us, you can always, and you miss any part of the show, this True always Bolt. gets uh, uploaded. Did I say Triple? I thought I said Triple. 
I think I said I Triple so. H. You should say Steve you said, Holt. You said, you said three times. Well, I said Steve enough Holt. times to... Oh, Steve Holt. Steve Holt. <laughs> Stop saying <laughs> Steve Holt. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this and you miss any part of it, you can always uh, catch the replay uh, going on anywhere on social media. We can probably post it for you. Or you can listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, on Android platform, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much there. Um, you can also watch the video on demand on Twitch after the fact as well. Uh, remember, you can always leave us some feedback. We super appreciate it. We're always looking to improve the show. Uh, make sure we're doing what you like and we're not doing what you don't like. Or you can switch that around. Sometimes we're jerks. We'll do it that way too. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we just appreciate that you appreciate the show. Uh, so everyone, good night. And remember, we'll see you next time. Or we will see you another time. We kind of sort of like you solo. Good night.